the Adonis audio experience. everyone on this beautiful day you are joined by adonis and jose manuel we also have two special guests you guys are familiar with rex and jarvis welcome to the show gentlemen thank you for having us again brother how you doing i'm doing pretty good man how how, how things been for you rex out there uh i can speak more specifically to today it's been wet and gray Oh, oh. What about you guys? What's up, Jose? How's it going, um, man? Yeah, I feel like I live in Seattle today. Yeah, today's been a, just a, you know, not just a you know regular day, ready to do this again, ready for the weekend. That's what's up. How about you, Jarvis, man? What's been cracking? Oh, I'm excited for today, man. I've been thinking about this for two days. And this rain, I love this rain because I got some good sleep, so I'm energized and ready to go today. <laughs> You know, that's what's up, man. I'm glad everyone's excited because today we are going to get into the post NBA finals discussion and really break that down. Uh, We also want to get into who's our favorite finals team in the last 20, 30 years. And uh, the last piece to it, and obviously everybody's talking about this, is breaking down who's the GOAT. Is it LeBron? Is it Jordan? I mean, these conversations are being had almost every minute, day by day. And of course, it leads us to who's our top five, right? But Jarvis actually alluded, you know what? Every good team's got that top six. So we're going to come up with our top six. So everyone stay ready. This is going to be a very exciting show. Just to start out, I mean, the, you know, the NBA, we all predicted that the Lakers were going to were gonna win. We kind of saw that first game, and we said, yeah, they, they look like they're a little outmatched. But, you know, Jimmy Buckets came back. They made a game out of it. Uh, Duncan Robinson, you know, he shot out of his mind for one of those games and, you know, made a series out of this. But then the ine- inevitable happened, and I guess... I guess we'll start with you, Jarvis, since uh, you you hot off the seat. We really would love your take on this, man. Well, listen, like you said, we we definitely uh, called this. It wasn't a surprise. I thought it would be more challenging. We had that discussion before because of the certain matchups that Miami had. But unfortunately, uh, the injury that happened the first game, Drogic was a huge loss. He was their leading scorer throughout the playoffs, whether people realize that or not. And then Bam, Bam's the heart of that team. He's kind of the anchor on the defensive end. And he obviously didn't play 100% that whole series. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I think even healthy, the Lakers would have beat them. They were just outmatched in the middle. There was no answer for Anthony Davis or LeBron. And the, the supporting cast stepped up. So uh, kudos to LeBron, AD, and the Lakers. Uh, I'm not going to hate on them. Uh, I always like to throw my little tidbit in, though. I think there will be an asterisk regardless, which I – it, it is what it is because of how this year went, but that's not their fault. They took care of business like they're supposed to. So that's where I'll leave it. Mm. 
Yeah, so I mean, I I feel the same way. I mean, it was Miami fought as hard as they could. It was, they just, I mean, it was just it was just inevitable, especially with Bam and Dragic. I mean, you can't lose two of your three best players. They beat they beat Boston with four guys that can score, and Duncan Robinson showing up every now and then, and you lose two of them. You know, Butler. I mean, kudos to him. He definitely elevated his you know his stature and defeat. And I mean they'll be they'll be back you know maybe they they got something up their sleeves and they you know get Giannis or something. Good for LeBron. I mean, it was like we said. I mean, it wasn't the, we didn't get the matchups we wanted. We didn't get to see them play the Clippers. We didn't get to see them play the Bucks. But he got his ring. He took care of business. They're the best duo in the game. On question, you got two of the top five players in the league on one team. You know, good for him. And I mean, it's they'll be they'll be um. They'll be the favorites going into next year, even though I think they're going to have a lot more competition going forward. Hmm. I uh, I hear you guys. Um, you know, I I watched the, the series in great detail, and and you know, the, some things there are some things that I researched that stood out to me. First of all, kudos to Jimmy buckets. That guy in the last four games of the finals, that guy played 180 minutes out of the 192. Mm. Wow. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But it would also explain why he didn't have his legs under him towards the latter part of that series. You know, it, it's, it's tough to withstand the, the, the duo of Le- LeBron and AD. They're just, you know, these two guys average over 25 points per game in the finals, man. That's, yeah. I mean, I don't care who you are. You, you, good luck. You know, um, the king got his ring, you know, and like he said, he deserves his damn respect. I guess we got to give it to him. Uh, you know, he they, they, he was consistent. You know, he was consistent throughout the team, consistent, and then the, the supporting cast stepped up huge, man. And once they started to come around, the supporting cast, it, it was over. And like LeBron, like uh, Jarvis said, even if they were healthy, Drogic and Bam healthy on the floor, they would they would have they would have run out of options because t- the two headed monster was too. You, you can take care of one of them. You can't do both at the same time, and that was the problem. You know, those those are all really, really good points. And, and I think you're right. We we were talking about this before the series started that, you know, styles make fights, right? But in the NBA yep. particularly, stars win you games. And that's what they do. And when the Lakers come in, they got two of them. It's like, man, like one of them would have had to get hurt or something for, for that to, because I, I just felt that when you have two bona fide guys, um, it just makes it that much, uh, it gives you that much more of a competitive edge. And, mm-hmm. you know, so the Lakers did what they had to do. Um, and I'm happy for them. I'm actually happy, uh, for the whole crew. I mean, Caruso is like, right. The, everybody's like, workhorse hero or everybody's like hometown hero because he's just the average guy lebron took a liking to him and the team they like this hard work now he's got an nba ring i bet you a guy like caruso never thought two years ago he would ever be in this situation and absolutely i I found that interesting now (laughs) heading into um you know just the finals and champions and all that kind of stuff it had me thinking you know what, with all these finals and stuff like that, um, two things jumped out at me is that my favorite champions in the last 20, 30 years, I would say would probably be the 2000 Lakers. 
and then the three-peat from there, 2001, 2002. I will say that team in the last 20, 30 years has probably been the best team. And I mean, I know I may be in the minority in that. Maybe I'm not. But I was just like, as far as like dominance, role players, you had Big Shot Bob, you had Derek Fisher, and then obviously you had Shaq being the most dominant force in the time, and then you had Kobe Bryant scoring 26, 28 points a game. It's like, how do you stop that in any era? And um, I just looked at that team and I just said, man, I think that's, even though I'm not a Laker fan, I'm a diehard Nick fan, everybody knows that. Uh <laughs> I thought that that Laker team is probably my favorite team. Um, and ironically, it, it happens to be the Lakers, but I thought they had the most impact in the last kind of 20 years. Oh, well, I, was, I actually, I, I do like, I like the thing that he pointed out. I was leaning, honestly, I was leaning between them and the 96 Bulls. Uh-huh. And far to to have, if you're going to talk about the best finals team, it's hard to not put them in there. I'm not saying they had the most talent because I think the Lakers in the 80s, those championship teams have probably the most talent on a, in a starting five or those Boston Celtics that era. But it's hard to ignore, ignore a team in 80, I mean, now 72 games and finished it at the end. I mean, I know Golden State beat their record, but it didn't mean anything if you couldn't bring home the title. I just and you got the greatest player in my opinion on that team leading the way. To me, that that's the best team. That's I, I that season was a phenomenal season. It was Jordan's comeback season for him to do it the way they did it and to put that team together and just rise back to the top and start and start to get the three peat. Uh, that would be the, that'll have to be the team for me. Mm. Yeah, so I went a different direction because with my favorite champ, but I just because I kind of have a little bit of dislike for the way the league's going and everybody's got to join the super team and everything. So I picked the 2011 Mavs because, mm. you know, I love the way that Dirk got his ring staying in one place, not cherry picking, not getting people to come join him. They just, you know, would probably, probably the worst team to win the title, maybe along with, you know, maybe next to that 06 Miami team that, you know, one of the, you know, the only, they're a three seed to win the title. Normally, it's always a one or a two seed that wins that wins the whole thing, you know. And on the way, I mean, they sweep the defending champ, uh, the, the defending champion Lakers in the second round. He beats a young KD, and like I've told my brother this, like I always thought that the basketball gods even that out because I always thought that Dallas got screwed in that 06 finals. That I know is, you know, the pinnacle of Wade's career. I'm not taking anything away from him, but he lived at the free throw line, and I thought that was a I remember those games well. I thought it was a little much, and I thought Dallas got the short end of the stick. I was so happy to see somebody, the great Dirk Nowitzki, get his ring. I mean, that elevated his status. I mean, I'd rather be Nowitzki than KD, honestly, even though he's got more rings. You know, and I just thought so that's my favorite team. I, I, that's my uh, my favorite champ. Mm. Wow. Um, I went back. You know, I'm an old timer, so I went back to the '89 Pistons. Mm. That team. That's a good one. You know, they, they they wore you down, man. You 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 played and you know, Jose, like you said, you didn't you don't like the way basketball is going that right now. I kinda like the old brand of basketball where you know what, you go in there, you go to the lane, you're gonna pay for it. You know, it's gonna make you think about going in there next time. Earn those points as opposed to everybody shooting jacking up the threes now. 
Uh, that pitch, they actually beat the Lakers, and wow. They were, yes, Kareem was, you know, on the decline at the time, but it, it, it was, that was an awesome team, man, where they wore you down. You, you earned every mm. shot. You were not going going in there for these cute little layups, and, and then, you know, it was, you, were, you, were pay, you were paying for it. Even, you earned your free throws when you made, when you got them, so. 100%. That, that distance team, they were there was something else, man. And uh, Joe Dumars won the, uh, I think he was the MVP. I mean, yeah, we don't talk about him much, but yeah, along with Isaiah, he, they, he, they put in some work in that in, that, in those finals, man, against the Lakers. Hmm. Man, those those are some good teams, man. Um, you know, with this championship, we heard LeBron, you know, grab the mic. I found it funny. He's he's holding both uh, trophies. He's he's just like a kid in the candy store. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, man, I feel like everything is timing for him. And he used that opportunity to to say he needs his damn respect. And yeah. I found that interesting. And it got me thinking. Everyone's having these conversations again. Who's the GOAT? Is the GOAT... Jordan or is the GOAT LeBron and we've had so many conversations I mean Jose and I damn near broke it down every week for the last dance we were we were just you know going through this and there's times where I feel like yeah it's got to be Jordan you know he's the most clutch guy ever you know or at least he's the most efficient guy when it's it's the championships on the line And then you look at LeBron and you're like, man, he's got the longevity. He's got all the stats, right? And pretty much has lived in the finals since 2010. They actually had a stat that LeBron has beaten every opponent in the East since 2010. And the only year that he did it was the year that he got the groin, which was was last season. But then I thought a little deeper and I said, you know what? What really separates these guys? And I think that in the era that LeBron has played in, it's just harder. Because if social media was around when Jordan went to Atlantic City for that playoff game, I think social media and and the media today would have just done something a little bit different. And then we would have looked at Jordan in a different eye, uh, different lens. But then I actually thought about, I was like, you know what? Scratch all that, right? Scratch all the noise. What LeBron, I feel, has truly brought to the game, yes, his excellence, yes, his winning, but also he's brought player mobility. He's brought short-term contracts. He runs an agency. Six players were on the Lakers that won the championship this year. You know, Jordan, in my opinion, was more about what he did. And 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 then that example lifts everybody else, right? But he had Phil, he had Scotty, he had all these different pieces. So when I look at it in the bigger scope, I'm like, man, it's got to be LeBron. It's got to be. Jarvis, go get him. Listen, listen. I'm sitting here drooling, man. I'm drooling. I've been waiting. First off, I, 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 um, we already know where I stand. I'm, I'm going with Michael on this. 
Um, and I have a many, many things to go over. I have a few issues with the, the damn respect and all that. That's another, to me, that was a negative. I felt like it's another thing. It goes back to the, the barbershop conversation he had where he proclaimed himself the greatest of all time. That's something that you don't do. And to me, he did it again. You don't, you don't have to ask for respect. You're going to get it. If you earned it, you're going to get it. And in my opinion, he does have the respect. No, no one disrespects LeBron. I mean, you're being labeled as top three to ever put basketball sneakers on and walk on that court. That's a ton of respect. But you're not the number one. Um, and you mentioned longevity. I want to bring that up. So I was looking through some stuff here. Longevity. Do you realize LeBron James has only played 82 games one time in his 17-year career? Yep. One time. Once. Michael Jordan has done it 10 times out of his 15 years. And a more physical, grueling seasons. We Can we agree on that? It was more physical. You, your body was getting beat up a lot more through those 80s and 90s. I agree. And he played 82 games nine times. And that includes his last three years, that last championship run, he played 82 games straight. Um, I know you mentioned the, the, the bubble has come up. I, and I agree with the social media thing. Michael never had to deal with that, and that's definitely a different factor. But it doesn't affect you on court, in my opinion. I've heard, I've heard a lot about LeBron has gotten a lot of credit for the numbers he put up this, this season at the age of 35. And I gave him the credit because I was like, damn, these playoffs, he is, he's putting up triple doubles. He is playing amazing. Until I started looking at numbers, there's one other person who had a better season than him at the same exact age. And I, I don't know if you heard of the guy. His name is, is MJ, is Ernest, the GOAT. Michael Jordan goes by a ton of names. And at the age of 35, Michael Jordan averaged 30 points, led the league in scoring once again, played all 82 games, averaged 38 minutes a game, um, had no breaks, which we have to admit, Jordan played those 82, went into the playoffs, they dominated, went all the way through, and that was a, that was a tough year. Remember, they had to go through Indiana, which took them to seven games. They had to go through Utah at the end, which took them to six games, and I wasn't it wasn't close. It wasn't, it wasn't a, a walk, a cakewalk. Mm. Average thirty nine minutes a game for that season. LeBron averaged thirty four for this this season. Mm. And the question got to come up for this season, and not taking away from him, but you got three four months off before the playoffs at the perfect time. He only played 67 games this season, which isn't his fault. But then you got three months off to refresh and start a fresh postseason. So that 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 plays a lot into it. Um, regular season stats, Jordan hasn't beaten. And I know that the, the all-around thing, LeBron is, I would say, he's the best all-around player we've ever seen. But the numbers aren't that far off. Michael Jordan for the season averaged 30 points a game for his career. Six rebounds, five assists. LeBron right now is averaging 27, 7, and 7 for his season career. There's only they're only one off each. And Jordan's got him in points. Jordan has led the league in scoring 10 times. Even in his last season at 35, he led the league in scoring. LeBron, no. One time. So Jordan, that's this final season, I mean, the the longevity. 
I think the era. Um, I, I have one last stat because I don't want to take up all the time that I want to throw out there. And anybody can answer this. Do you know how many All-Stars LeBron James is playing with? How many? How, how many? many? You can guess. Just a, a, a guess. 18. I go with like, I go, uh, yeah, I was in uh, eight, I'd say 20. 27. Mm-hmm. He has 27 All-Stars. And I did my homework. He has a total. Those 27 All-Stars Average have a total of 88 all-star appearances. Michael Jordan has six. Actually, five. I threw Orlando Woolridge in because I thought he was an all-star. I didn't realize he never made one. But he averaged 22 a game with, with Chicago back in the 80s with Jordan, so I threw him in there. So I'll say six for a total all-star appearance of 20. Jarvis. So the argument that that LeBron <laughs> had helped this, I'm gonna throw this in there. There's, 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 hold on, hold on. There are a bunch <laughs> in there. There are a bunch in there that were over their prime when LeBron joined them. So I'm, I'm putting that there. I'm not saying that he had that much help, but okay, I was about to say that. You gotta, you gotta, Georgia has Scotty Pippen. That's I love you, man. I love you, man. But you know you're reaching when you got to go back to Orlando Woolrich. You know, you know, you know you're reaching when you got to go that far back. That's I want to be accurate because go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, look at Michael Jordan. All stars Michael Jordan has played with are Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, Robert Parrish when he was forty five years old. Yeah, he just sat on the bench. They they are all in the Hall of Fame. B.J. Armstrong and Horace Grant. Those were the all stars Michael Jordan played with, and he got six rings. He went six times straight. He went six for six. And he was always the guy. Jose, I'm not trying to step on your toes, but Jarvis, I'm going to throw this out at you, right? You keep, you keep saying yeah, it, Jarvis, but here, here's the deal, bro. For everyone that was young enough to see Mike play, they're going to say it was Mike. For people our age now, they're going to say it's LeBron. So, depending, you can't blame LeBron for the time that he played when, you know, Mike wasn't around anymore. It's not his fault. This season was not his fault in the way it went down. Would you agree if the season went a full 82 games, would the Lakers have won anyway? I, I'm always going to question that because what? That, that's you got one. You got another 13, 14 games of regular season to play. You oh. got Milwaukee. If you remember at the time of the break, Milwaukee was the hot team. And what happened to Milwaukee? They lost yeah, to the Lakers. Momentum, momentum changed with that the, break. Everybody came back in with a fresh mentality. Jarvis, but everybody had the same break, not just LeBron. Yeah, but the break everybody benefits people had, differently. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the, break, the break benefits people differently. It does. Fair point. It might benefit the older guys, but the younger guys, how do you explain them? I mean, listen, you don't know what everybody was doing on that break. I mean, some of these guys wouldn't have been home, you know, enjoying life a little too much. You know, well, you know, LeBron's razor focused. It, that's true. At his advanced age, he's benefited off a three-month break longer than any offseason you would normally get in the middle of it than, than most. And Davis was always nicked up, who was healthy yeah. at the time, but, you know, definitely used, definitely, definitely benefited them. I, I'm not saying that they, it didn't benefit. I'm saying everybody had the same break. And if, if one guy decides he wants to be more focused than everybody else, who's fault? is that his fault or the other guys? Exactly. For not doing what they're supposed to do. The Clippers oh, ought to be ashamed of themselves. With that break, the Clippers ought to be ashamed of themselves. From top to Doc Rivers, too. 
because they didn't do what they were supposed to do to get the Lakers out of the way. You know what I'm saying? And and it's back to Adonis's original question. I think based on your age, some are going to say MJ is the greatest. Others are going to say LeBron is the greatest for some of the things that he's accomplished. He's the first player in NBA history to win finals MVP, MVP with three different franchises. First why, is, why is that, Rex? Oh, you got to let him finish I mean, his point. Why is that? Why is that? <laughs> because he moved around? Is that what you want me to say? Exactly. Thank you. Put that out there. Okay, it's a different time now. Who? How many basketball players don't move around now? Durant did. Exactly. And player mobility you know, was actually time. a plus we for are, for him. We are huh? comparing Jordan and, and LeBron. Durant and them have no no. When Michael came back from the baseball break, that squad was garbage. That squad was garbage. It was Scotty and then a bunch of nobodies. Will Purdue. Um, I forgot who else was on there. Curry's on. I think that's a first year. Mike, Mike didn't say I'm leaving. I'm going to go over to New York. He stayed there to agree to the team. They went on another run. It was a you different time, John. If LeBron didn't stay with Mike, why did LeBron leave Miami? Because he saw D-Wade was starting to break down. Chris Bosh was – I mean, that you didn't see coming what happened with him. But you think Pat Riley wouldn't have made that team competitive? I didn't say he wouldn't have made the team competitive, but if the you can't hold it against you can't hold it against the man for wanting to go to another team for to to LeBron left so a healthy young Kyrie Irving, and when he got there, if you remember, LeBron's the one that helped recruit Kevin Love and brought more talent. He just upgraded for younger guys. That's all he did. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Wasn't Kyrie hurt for most of that season? What the fifteen season? Yeah. Yep. I mean, he got hurt at the end. Yeah, I mean, he got hurt at the end. He was hurt in the finals and everything. But I mean, he was still twenty-two there's, there's, or something. There's no but. He was hurt. <laughs> no, no. He played the regular season. They were fine. He, he got hurt in the finals. Exactly. He was still hurt. He still hurt. I mean, you can't. Again, you can't blame the man for the circumstances. Can't blame LeBron for Corona. I mean, the season was the season. Everybody got rest. Not his fault. The reason why he's saying give me my damn respect is because there's there are people like Jarvis still throwing shade because you're not acknowledging the accomplishments. Like I said, you just I just said to you, only guy that will finals MVP on three different franchises. What did you what, what was your response? Because he moved around. Now a lot of guys are moving around. Kyrie Jordan, moved around twice. Jordan, if Jordan left and went to the Knicks with Patrick Ewing and them over there, it was same a different. Time. It was different times. That's what LeBron did. If Jordan left and went to New York and picked up with Oaks and Starks and Hewing, you telling me he wouldn't have won the championship in the East? He probably would have won. But is bas- was basketball different then than it is now? Basketball was different. And hold on. We're going to give Jose a minute too, right? But, <laughs> yeah, ahead, but, but my whole thing is this. We don't blame Durant for moving. We don't blame Kawhi Leonard for forcing a trade out of a team. Literally not playing till he got traded. We don't blame him for that. If anything, we praise him and we almost compare him to LeBron. But yet, when LeBron does it and executes on his vision, he just gets the blame. But but we don't hold the others accountable to that. I just I, I don't understand that part. Exactly. Exactly. First first of all, I blame Durant. That's the most that's the gutless move. That's the most gutless move I've ever seen. 
<laughs> ever. Those rings don't even count. I'll say it right there. They don't count. And I hate that team. So, you know, so you can see where I'm coming from. I see. Um, listen, I go back and forth on this, on this, but I'm, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the Jordan side. Listen, it, these aren't, it's, I mean, this is hard because it's, it's not really apples to apples. It's, this is, Jordan's career. It's, it's 14 years long. That's it. It's 14 years. He's already on year 17. He's going to pass him and he's going to have him passed in every statistical category. I don't really, that's not going to do much for me. Um, you know, he, he's got the, he's got the huge black mark of the 2011 finals. I mean, you have to own that. Jordan has nothing like that. What would it be the, when they lose to the Pistons in night in, um, in 1989, the Scotty migraine game? Like that's not, that's not his. Like, I mean, that's a huge black mark. You had no business losing that series. You know, I just brought it up earlier. You know, I mean, he, he never, I mean, he never had to go to a game seven in the finals. He's, I mean, he's just the best. I saw just the end of his career. The documentary does a lot for me because I didn't know how on fumes the rest of that team was in 98. And Utah probably should have beat them. And it was just like, we, he just put the team on his back. He scores 45 points. The team, the team by itself is 87. He's he's the best. He's the best. Obviously, I think I think LeBron gets plenty of his credit. I don't know where he where he comes with that. He's a little too much of a master manipulator. Jordan never played with anybody as good as Anthony Davis. And even Anthony Davis being halfway through his career, I feel pretty confident in saying that Anthony Davis is better than the great Scottie Pippen. He's he's an absolute monster. Soon that the team's going to transition where it's it's Davis's team. I don't really know what LeBron has to do to be the GOAT. I think it's just really what's in your heart. You know, but, I mean, they're, they're different players. But, I mean, you know, I hate when I hear that, you know, Jordan, uh, you know, LeBron has more points than him. He's the better scorer. That's just ridiculous. I mean, let's see who's got the most amount of points in a 1,072-game um, range because that's, that's the amount of games Jordan played in his career, 1,072. That's all he played. LeBron's already up to like 1,300 or something, and he's going to keep going. Well, LeBron's going for him is his his longevity, a lot like Brady. I think that's what Brady gets the goat for because he was good at 40 when nobody else was good at 40, and he's got the most rings. But it's for me, it's it's Mike. It's It'll really probably still be Mike. I mean, if LeBron can keep this up till he's 40, I think God bless him. That would be, that would be something unprecedented, and it's great. For me, I look – I look for sustained brilliance. I look for, you know, Sandy Koufax is the greatest pitcher of all time. He's he's really just, he's got five seasons, but it's like the five most brilliant seasons anybody ever had. He is the greatest pitcher of all time. You know, anybody will tell you that. Look at the stats. They're insane. I look for sustained brilliance. I'm not just here counting things. So that, that's where I'll go. I'll go with Mike. Now let me, let me chime I... in one last line there. Hold on a second there. LeBron James, in history. With four finals MVPs and four regular season MVPs. Say that again, I'm sorry. LeBron James joins Michael Jordan as the only players in NBA history with four finals MVPs and four regular season MVPs. Yeah, well, Mike's got five and six, but yes. That is awesome. That is awesome, gentlemen. And (laughs) we're going to move this along. And then you, you, you have every right to bring this next segment into the old one. We could do it like the politicians do. <laughs> so so Jarvis and I were having a conversation and he was just like, "Hey man, we need to pick our top 5, but you know what? We need to do better than that. 
we got to pick our top six because every great team has a great six man that just changes the game, makes an impact. So why not do it with the goats? And it was challenging actually putting this list together because one of my thoughts was like, okay, should I just put it by position? Who's the greatest? Or should I just flat out pick who's just the greatest in general, right? And just roll the ball out, right? They're going to make it happen. And basically, the people I came up with, and I'm actually happy uh, that we're having this discussion uh, because there were some players that I don't talk about as often who I feel belong in this list. So here I go. At number six, the sixth man. I got Dr. J, Julius Irving. The reason for that is because I think for someone to be the GOAT, at some point in some part of his resume, he's got to have something that no one else has done. And no one has done what Dr. J has done from the ABA to the MBA. And without Dr. J, there wouldn't be no Michael Jordan. There wouldn't be a Jordan to inspire Kobe. There wouldn't be Clyde Drexler's and Dominique Wilkins and all these high-flying style players because Jay introduced that to the game, Julius Irvin. So that's my number six. And then, not in a very specific order, but I guess I'm going to run through them as if they're, they're in some type of specific order. But at five, I put Magic Johnson. And... The reason why Magic is five is because no one has ever won a championship at the age of 20 where he was the premier player and MVP. And that's what Magic did at the age of 20 in the 1980 finals. And people overlooked that. But the truth is, to me, that's probably one stat that might not get broken at least in our lifetimes because we literally have to see a 20 year old kid like a Zion Williamson literally come just dominate the finals and win and that's with your superstar hurt uh, your teammate now at four I got Bill Russell Bill Russell never gets talked about anymore and all this emphasis on winning but I'll tell you who else is a good marketer who else does what LeBron does in boosting his own name? And that's Michael Jordan. Because that conversation about the efficiency with the rings and the wins and all that kind of stuff, it started with him and his circles. And then we started to forget about the winning that Bill Russell did as a player and as a player coach. Now, I get it. Everyone wants to say, yeah, he, he played alongside a bunch of cab drivers and you could say that the talent is not as good, but he played in the same era. Like, like that's that's his that's his competition. That's who he has to go up against. He he can't morph himself somewhere else. And he won eleven out of thirteen championships. Then I have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, just the greatest center ever. Some think the greatest player ever, and some even say the greatest scorer ever. At that height. That longevity, he just had it all in that sense. And those five championships. So I can't take away from him. And I add him as third. And then obviously, in the one-two, 
Ironically, though I pick LeBron in the LeBron Jordan debate, in this list, I actually wrote it out, LeBron on the second, as LeBron has done something that no one else has done. And Rex alluded to it. Three three teams, three championships, three MVPs. And in the in the era of player mobility, which LeBron James has created and pioneered, he owns it. He's also mastered it. He has been able to do something that no one else has done. And you know what? Now that he's opened up the ranks, maybe others start doing it. That's that's what it is to be great. Just like maybe Kobe is a slightly better scorer than Jordan. Maybe not the whole complete package, but that's what aspired Kobe to be what Kobe became. And then last, obviously, Jordan. We beat the GOAT down. So Jordan, I put him there just because 6 for 6, 10 scoring titles, defensive player of the year. I mean, his resume, it just goes on and on. So he still gets his credit. He still gets his props. But that's my list. What you guys got? I I actually did it by position, and I I surprised myself with a couple because I, I I battled the same thoughts you had as far as do I just go with the best at that position or do I go with if I was starting a legit starting five and chemistry and, and those things. Um, so to get it started at center, I actually went with Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh, nice. And by no means am I saying better than Kareem because Kareem was my first pick. But Olajuwon did something that not even Kareem was doing. As far as he brought something to the table, that Kareem, Olajuwon was able to defend. He could score. He had a mid-range jumper. He passed. His footwork was unbelievable. And he was a good team leader. Um, he he did it all. And I kind of like I kind of like the the utility knife type of player, a guy you can just do everything with. And the last one's defense was amazing to me. Um, power forward already knows it's not going to be liked. It's not going to be favored. The usuals, you, you probably would hear Tim Duncan and Carl Malone. Um, I I respect Carl Malone, but I think I think he was very limited in my opinion. Uh-huh. Um, Tim Duncan, hands down, the most consistent player we've probably ever seen, fundamentally and everything. But I have to go with Charles Barkley. Um, huh. I I think people forget Charles Barkley was only six four. They, they lied about his height. He was playing power forward in the eighties when these guys were a lot of seven footers out there, and he would lead the league in rebounding. He could score thirty. He would run the court like a point guard. If you remember those Philly days, he would catch the rebound, go coast to coast, and dunk on the team. Like it just, he was unbelievable in my opinion. He could shoot the three, and he played good defense, and. I know he gets a lot of heat for not getting the championship, but he fell into the the bad pool where where Jordan got in the way because I think he definitely would have had one. Um, so I, I put him there. Small forward, I, I couldn't take it away. I, I had to give that to LeBron. <laughs> we already spoke. He, he does it all. Um, shooting guards, Michael Jordan. Not much I'm going to say, but I will get this in there since I just mentioned Michael Jordan. Nine-time scoring champ, nine years in a row. Just to put that out there, average 39 times. LeBron only averaged twice in his career. Just putting that out there real quick. Um, point guard, Magic Johnson. I don't think anyone has ever run the point guard like Magic. I mean, you can you can throw numbers up there with Stockton, Isaiah, um, even Jason Kidd you can throw in there. But Magic 
is is like LeBron when it comes to specimen. We've never seen a guy because Magic was a six nine, also running running point. He could shoot. He defended. He could go inside. He played. He literally played every position that that first season that you you spoke about in the championship. He played every position that mm-hmm. finals. Um. So the fact that you could slot him anywhere, he's got to be there. And my six, this was an obvious one. I got to go with Kobe. Because in my opinion, Jordan is always going to have that first shooting guard spot, but Kobe is right there as a second, and then Dwayne Wade is a third. Hmm. Yeah, Jarvis, we got a we have a lot of similarities here. Um, so yeah, six man, I I went with Kobe too, the late great Kobe Bryant. You know, just amazing twenty year career. You know, one team, just you know, Mamba mentality, five time champ. You know, just you know, ice water in his veins. Center, I went Kareem. Um, you know, I never got to see him play, but I always make it a point to, you know, know my history of the games, look these guys up. The greatest college player of all time, you know, not even close. It was a joke when ESPN put that list out to put Jordan as the best college player of all time. Like nobody does their research anymore. This guy won three titles in UCLA, just a dynasty, a dynasty, 88 game winning streak, everything, and then in the pros didn't disappoint. One of the probably the first guy that was a finals MVP on two different teams because it was a lot harder to move back then. So, I mean, he did it with Milwaukee and then obviously all the, all the years with with the Lakers. Power forward for me, Tim Duncan, probably what's become my favorite player now just because he's like the weirdest, most unique superstar we'll ever see. Just, you know, not an ego guy, not about the cameras, not about all that, never getting in trouble. Always, you know, just really mirror image of where he was with his career and he's the best power forward of all time two-time mvp uh, three times finals mvp five-time champ best power forward of all time small uh, small forward lebron too even though lebron could probably play any position on this list you know i put you know lebron just you know what can you say just the best player we've seen since mike retired shooting guard jordan you know his is the goat you know, it's the best player we've ever seen, ultimate winner, ultimate competitor, all the scoring titles, you know, leads the, you know, the all-time highest point per game average at 30.1. He's the percentage points ahead of of Will. And point guard, I did go Isaiah Thomas because, honestly, watching the last dance and watching everything and another guy that I didn't get to see play, but, you know, like I said, you know, I, I always try to know as much as I can about the past just a guy that really gets raked through the coals. I don't know why. I mean, maybe just nobody really seems to like him. The only player, the only guy that was the best player on a championship team that's like six feet and under, and he's probably closer to 5'10". Rex mentioned it, picking that team as his favorite team, as his favorite champion. They should have three-peated. They get absolutely hosed in 88. They should have beat the Lakers twice. I agree. And, and he was, you know... He's the best player six foot three, at, at six feet. I mean, you see Steph Curry. Steph Curry struggles in the finals all the time because these little guys struggle when, when, when the, when the stakes rise and you know they can game plan against you and everything. I believe he still has the record for most points in a quarter, twenty five, which he did in Game Six in the eighty finals. So uh, that's that's my that's my my lineup. On one leg, mind you, on that. On one leg. On one leg. On one leg. <laughs> and they should have won that game. That's true. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm, I did something a little different. I went by position, but I changed the positions up because of what Jose just said. My point guard is LeBron James. Mm-hmm. I got Michael as shooting guard, the great Michael. My power forward, I went a little different. I went with nine-time all-defensive player, Kevin Garnett. 
Mm. Ooh. Ooh, my small forward is Larry. Larry's career speaks for itself. Mm. Larry Bird. My center is Akeem Olajuwon. Mm. And the sixth man is Magic Johnson. Wow. wow. Yeah. I, I, I like I, that. I thought about it because of what, you know, I would need if, if some of these guys were off the floor who would come in. So it, it was uh, it was challenging, but it was, I, think, I think I did a pretty good job. Man, Bird and job. Garnett. I, I mean, people forget Larry Bird was winning MVPs when exactly. Michael Jordan was in the league. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> People forget, forget about, about that because they, they everyone's quick that. to to make Durant better than Bird, and I'm like not just that fast. Bird was something else. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Well, gentlemen, I mean, I, I, no, go ahead. No, I, even at center, I could switch it. I would go from Hakeem to Bill Russell because he was a monster too. So, but uh, Hakeem was, was the man. So only two rebounds a game he averaged. I, I felt bad not putting him on there myself. Why is that? Why does what's, Russell? What's, why does Bill get left out like that? Because he just lets the most people around that saw him play, and he doesn't have the gaudy yeah. stats of of the of the point scoring. But he actually doubles Hakeem's rebounds a game, average twenty two rebounds a game. That's insane. <laughs> but for, I'm, for, I'm, for his size back then, though, you got to say it for what it is for his size back then. Yeah, yeah. But I'm surprised to be honest with you guys. I was surprised that Will didn't pop up on somebody's list. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, he was in my he was in my head too. I I can't say he was. I averaged fifty points a game, you know, all that thing. But like, that that was fair. I thought about this: who would I pick, Jabbar or Wilt? And I'm like, I gotta pick Jabbar. Yeah, probably Jabbar. Yeah, but Will Will's probably better than Russell, though, right? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, you know what? We actually have the advantage of. Looking at the stats and head head to head, Bill Russell destroyed him every time. Yeah. Every time, yeah. Every time, <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Well, then, like you said, the stats don't show it, but if you watch the, if you look at the the matchups when they played, Bill Russell was the winner. I mean, that, to me, that's what counts. I don't care how many points you put up, you don't get the win. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, Wilt is the one guy who he went he wins two rings, and it's like it's a disappointment. It's like. He's only got two, you know, like, like, you know, and he's on two of the greatest teams ever Philly and, and that 72 Laker team, the 33 game winning streak and everything. And, but you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, it, he, it's like he left meat on the bone. Like there should have been more there. <laughs> Someone picked Isaiah point guard. I forgot who did that. I did. I did. I have a question. Mm-hmm. If you had to choose, this is just a, just popping in my head. If you had to choose between the two, who would you take, Allen Iverson or Isaiah Thomas? Mm. Mm. No, that, that that hurts because I mean, I just like I said, I I mean, I saw AI play so much, lo- so much more. Honestly, I probably still take Isaiah because Iverson has that one year where he drags that 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 group of garbage to the finals, but <laughs> after that, like it it falls apart quickly for him, and I, it, you know, I don't think they get, I don't think he gets out of the second round after that year, you know, and. You know he's got the regular season MVP. Isaiah never wins one. You know, but I, I, I think, I think, I, I think Isaiah has to get the slight edge over over Iverson. I would agree with that, Jose. Yeah. No, I was just curious because to me, those two they they bring up Kyrie, which I think is a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> Iverson is as far as a small point guard that can score the way they do. 
Iverson and Isaiah, and maybe um, of, of Nate Tiny Archibald, those three guys were, were small and could score at will. And that's why I always wonder when people compare the two. No, yeah, I mean, listen, Iverson, like, he, he lives in, like, infamy because of that one year, and it was amazing. And he has the, and, you know, and he has his one moment when he drops 48, I think, on the Lakers, and he crosses over Lou in the corner. But, you know, it it's when you look at it, those Philly teams, they probably should have been more there, and they did what they could to get him more help, but it, it falls apart kind of quick yeah. for him. Hmm. Well, this has been fun. We got to figure out what we're going to do for the next one, man, because now that basketball season's gone, we definitely got football. Baseball for me was heartbreaking because the Yankees got their butt whooped by Tampa. Uh, yeah, Tampa my heart's Bay. bleeding for you. And, uh, <laughs> you know, what what team was yours that went to the playoffs, Jose? It's all right. Hey, they're, in the, they're just sitting right next to each other on the golf course now. That's okay. No, but what, what, what team was that? I forgot. But, uh, I'm a Red Sox fan. They were the worst team in the league. It's okay. Uh, you know what? When you win the title two years ago, uh, you can take a year off. There we go. It's a, there it's we a corona go. year. But, They're going to take more than two years off, my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but you well, know what? Man. We got to figure okay. out an, an, another date, gentlemen, to talk about maybe some of the social stuff. I know with the uh, political debates that have come up and all this kind of stuff. And I think it'd be interesting. You know, I think people would be really um, interested in, in, in knowing what we, uh, you know, what we got to share, especially you two. I'm down. Yeah, that would be an honor and a privilege. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, gentlemen, um, we're going to get out of here. But uh, for everyone out there, until next time, peace out.